All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the live broadcast. My name is Ryan Treasure. We're coming to you live from the M Hotel Resort and Casino right here in lovely Las Vegas. We're at the 40th National Hard Money Conference, and we're bringing you all live action. Uh, we had a couple of guests on shortly, and coming up here in just a few minutes, we're going to come back into the uh, live speaker session uh, with some more uh, great speakers. But uh, before we get into that, I want to talk to Rudy Byler from p Capital Management. Rudy, thank you so much for joining us today being a pleasure being here uh, we really appreciate it i know uh we kind of were a little uh adjunct to some time constraints and getting you on here so i appreciate your patience and uh waiting to jump on not a problem Perfect. Uh, you know, we were kind of talking a little bit off uh, uh, off the cuff just before the interview about some of the things that uh, P&E Capital Management does. So why don't we start there and you can kind of give a synopsis of who you are and what the main core focus of P&E Capital Management is. Well, P&E Capital Management, uh, my sons and I have set up and primary function is, is to raise investor capital to allow us to expand our development company. Okay, and how do you guys, uh, do you have a, a main key focuses that allow you guys to do that? Well, we've been, I've been in this business for over 40 years and been very successful at it. I've seen a lot of ups and downs in the real estate market, and we've got a formula that we use, and it's been uh, working out great for us the last number of years. And uh, what we do is we buy raw land that's normally unentitled. Mm -hmm and uh, take it through the entitlement phase, whether it's zoning or whatever's required, and uh, take it through that, then do the infrastructure, and then we either build it out ourselves or we'll sell it to a national builder. Oh, so do you guys have, uh, you know, like contractors and all that underneath that umbrella, or is that something that you do a kind of on like a sub-basis? We do both. Okay. Uh, I actually will go out and run equipment. And uh, it's something I enjoy doing. I've done for a number of years. It's a great outlet for me. Oh, yeah. But then, uh, depending on the size of the project, we'll also deal with uh, a, a preferred list of subs that we use. Okay. And uh, go ahead and uh, do the development out. That's cool that you like to go out and run equipment. Uh, my family is from Idaho. Uh, and so every time I get to go there uh, during the summertime, one of the favorite things to do is to drive the grader, uh, you know, and any of the heavy equipment I can get my hands on because uh, I, you know, I'm in the office in the studio all the time. So to go get, you know, a little bit dirty and, you know, have some fun that way is definitely a great outlet. So I, I definitely know how you feel on that. <laughs> I find that interesting. I grew up on a farm back east and uh, know what hard work is and, you know, to me, my favorite uh, piece of equipment to run is an excavator. Okay, and yeah. everybody thinks it's so cool. And I said, yeah, it is. And they say, well, how can you make it look so easy? I said, well, <laughs> well you've done something for 45 years. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it does look easy. Yeah, it's just uh, that old adage of, you know, practice, go through the repetitions, and then at that point, it does make it look easy. You know, uh, we were talking a little bit about some stuff that you guys have going on in Denver, uh, you know, some uh, some property development and things like that. So, why don't you kind of talk a little bit about Painted Ridge? We have a, a property called Painted Ridge that uh, is in Aurora, Colorado. It's a 83-unit townhouse project. We bought, it's an infill piece that was owned agriculture. And uh, we went through and got it rezoned and everything. And uh, it's it's an interesting project. Its uh, price range is about three eighteen to four hundred thousand, depending on whether they do finish lower levels. We have a number of walkouts. It's a very high site. Cool. And uh, we are installing the infrastructure as we speak. 
and uh, going vertical within uh, probably a week and a half, two weeks. So with those types of developments, then that original piece was raw land, right, that you purchased that was uh, like a farmland or something like that before? Yeah, actually. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I live in uh, in Levine in Phoenix, which is a lot of farmland right, area. And I, right. I, I, you know, when we, my wife and I bought our house, we bought in a subdivision that was butt up against a forty acre farm field, and there was nothing there for you know eight nine years, and they just started building a new school right there. So it's been kind of cool. So it's kind of similar to what you very guys are sim- doing there. Very similar. Yeah, and I, it, for me, it's been interesting to kind of watch an, an area that was underdeveloped with nothing there, and kind of over the last eight or ten years, kind of watch it build up and grow. I'm missing out on the farmland, obviously because that was part of the reason why we moved out did miss, there. Did you miss the coyotes too? Um, don't really have a problem with those too much because I have a giant dog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, it, it can be a problem. I've uh, seen them roaming up and down the street sometimes at night. You know, you can hear them howling and stuff yeah, like oh, yeah. that. So definitely my daughter gets a little freaked out about it. But me, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. a country boy yeah. at heart. So yeah. <laughs> no biggie. Uh, so what about the Newtown piece? What do you guys got going on there? The Newtown piece was a piece... Uh, it's in Parker, Colorado, which is one of the uh, highest per capita income counties uh, in the nation. And uh, a builder went defunct during the Depression, or I should say not Depression, but the housing collapse. And uh, we bu- were able to purchase it. We have now since developed it, and we're very close to having our total entitlements done, and then we'll be doing the infrastructure. It's already sold to a national builder. Oh, good. Uh, purchase price of uh, 1.3, sold it for $20 million. Wow, that's great. So, great profit for you guys. Yeah, great return, yeah. and obviously that's not all profit. we got to put the infrastructure in, but it's a very great payday. Yeah, what is the time frame like? You know, if uh, you know, a lot of those defaulted pieces happened in like 08, 09-ish, um, is that something that you guys picked up after the fact, or like 10, and then it took you four or five years to build it out, or what, what's kind of the time frame from, mm-hmm. from you know, acquisition to you, you know, finally, you know, the finished product? Well, let me go back to Painted Ridge. Uh, we purchased that in January of last year okay. of 015. We had all our entitlements done in one year. Oh, okay. And on the Newtown piece, we purchased that in uh, March of this year and turned around, and we will have all our entitlements by the end of uh, September. So we are very good at what we do. We have a professional team that we work with. And uh, during that time frame, we've got all our designs done and uh, ready to either sell it to a national builder or build it out ourselves. So is it the whole design all the way, you know, f- you know, for the Painted Ridge, it's, you said 84 units? 83 units. So do you guys do the des- conceptual design of the entire architecture of the building before you sell it? Or do you leave that up to, you know, if it's a national builder, some of that to them? We do both. Okay. In the one case, Painted Ridge, we did all that. And we had an offer to buy it. We decided to build it out because the market is that strong. Okay. And in uh, the one in uh, Newtown, we did just the opposite. We went to a national, or actually they came to us. We had four national builders fighting for this project. And they came to us and said, look, what would it take to put the deal together? And we chose one, negotiated the deal through, and then they designed their own homes to fit. And we make actually made the lots fit their product. Okay. 
So there's a total of about 240 some units going in that project. So is that Newtown project, is that like condos or are those single family? No, homes? it's all single family. And uh, I think there's like 45 or 50 duplex lot units that he's putting in there. Oh, that's cool. Do you guys have uh, stuff on your website? People can go kind of see some, you know, uh, stuff that you guys have done in the past and things you're working on? Absolutely. All right. So you guys go check out the website, uh, peonycapital.com. Uh, you know, these guys over here have been in the business, like you said, 40 years. So, I mean, yeah. there's a, a wealth of knowledge there that people should definitely take advantage of. I think so. Yeah. Uh, if someone wanted to work with P&E Capital Management, what would be kind of their gateway to, to getting that accomplished? They can pick up a phone, make a phone call. They can send an email to the email address and we'll definitely get back to them. Phone number and everything is on the website for both my son and I and, okay. and Matt Ryan. Well, that's perfect. You guys go check out the website, P&E Capital Management, P&E Capital.com. Uh, Rudy Byler. Rudy, thank you so much for joining us today on the broadcast. We appreciate your time. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you guys very much. We're coming to you live from the 40th National Hard Money Conference right here in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. 